Welcome back to another episode of the Weekly Trash Recap Podcast. I'm Joe from B1029, and of course, we always have Shiloh from B1029. We're recapping some of the big entertainment and music news and discussing it and dissecting it for the week of October 24th, 2022. I know usually when we talk of trash, we talk about entertainment, music, pop culture news, but this by far not in that category, but this, this has gained such national attention over the last five and a half years. And especially here in Lafayette, Delphi only being 20 minutes away, you know, as a, as a community has definitely hit us. Uh, we got a major development in the uh, Abby and Libby case, Abigail Williams and, and Liberty German. Uh, Abigail was 13. Liberty was 14. And, and I'll read what on the, just to kind of refresh in everybody's mind, what had happened to Abby and Libby back on February 13th of 2017. Two girls were on the, Monon High Bridge, which is a uh, like a historic walking trail uh, in Delphi. Um, but anyway, they were on the, the the abandoned rail bridge over Deer Creek. They were about to be picked up late in the afternoon, did not show up. And then following an extensive uh, search on February 14th of 2017, the bodies of Abby and Libby were found in a wooded area near the Delphi Historic trailer, Trail, about uh, a half mile up from the bridge. And then on February 15th of that year, officers distributed a photograph of a person observed on the Delphi historic walking or historic trail. The uh, the man in the photo was wearing a white or a blue jean jacket or a blue jacket, jeans. Um, he's got like a hat on and he was a suspect. And then as the investigation went on, they released a short voice recording um, that was on Libby's cell phone that they had found. There was some sketches done. And so finally, on Friday, we find out from the Indiana State Police that there's going to be a big press conference on Monday, Halloween, regarding the case. And of course, you know, reporters being reporters, social media being social media, doing a bunch of digging and such, come to find out that the person that they were going to announce had already been unveiled. Richard Allen of Delphi was arrested and charged with two counts of murder in this case. So before the Indiana state police could officially say anything, the, the media people on social media, people who obviously were had close ties with the family and such already knew who it was. And even went as far I mean, my, my wife and I are watching it all on social media on the weekend from from people posting different things. I mean, they, they found photos of this guy on, I believe it was his wife's Facebook page. Um, yeah. And so when the Indiana State Police obviously announced officially who, who that they arrested, Rich, arrested Richard Allen of, of Delphi in this case. And he's his trial is set for, uh, I believe it said March 20th. Yeah, March 20th of next year. Um they also released a fo- an official photo, his mugshot, and yeah, I mean it's him. So people on social media, the the you you, you may have seen it. Um, we obviously have it now officially from the Indiana State Police on our website, b1029.com, and on our social media pages too. But the photo of him with his wife floating around social media, that's the guy, and it's just incredible. I mean, there has been like podcasts national news coverage of this and obviously for the last few years it's you know it was going to be kind of think like i don't know maybe maybe they're not going to find him 
You know, I mean, it's been five and a half years and now all of a sudden we got someone that's, you know, allegedly connected to this. They really must have like had to really search. I mean, I wonder if maybe they got a tip. Oh, yeah. I mean, they they received like I, I can't even fathom the amount of tips that they got. For the last five and a half years on this, um, but. I mean, during the press conference, they were very tight-lipped. They really didn't reveal too much other than they arrested Richard Allen of Delphi in connection when charged with two counts of murder. Um, the investigation is still ongoing. The uh, the uh, Carroll County prosecutor, Carroll County is where Delphi is in Indiana. Uh, the prosecutor said that a lot of the evidence is sealed. There's going to be a court hearing on whether or not that can be released to the public. I mean, they... I guess they want to make sure that all their T's are crossed, I's are dotted. 100%. You know, ducks in a row that they got a solid case against, obviously, Richard Allen. And then the the rep, the Doug Carter from the Indiana State Police, who also spoke at the press conference, you know, made it clear that the investigation is still ongoing and that any person had that had any involvement in these room in these murders in any way, that that person or persons will be held accountable. So that makes me wonder, I mean, obviously, it may not just be him. It may be, you know, some other people had a hand in this. I wonder. Yeah. So, I mean, and, and my wife and I were talking about this. So, you know, the, the, the families of Abby and Libby in Delphi, I mean, obviously live there. This, the guy who is now being charged with two counts of murder Richard Allen was in Delphi. I mean, for five and a half years, you got to kind of think, I mean, Delphi is not a huge town. Okay. I mean, it, it, it very tight knit community. You got to kind of wonder, and this is just speculation at this point. Um, you got to kind of think that at some point the families and this guy probably crossed paths a couple of times and didn't yeah. even realize at that, in that moment, like, that that's the guy allegedly now we can't obviously we allegedly. you know innocent <laughs> until proven guilty but still i mean the, the, he's the, already pled not guilty right yeah he's pled not guilty so but you you kind of wonder like you, you 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 i would think that if you're the family members of abby and libby you're thinking in your mind like have i crossed paths with this person Oh, I, yeah, that would. I, I mean, that would drive me nuts. Yeah. So, but anyway, that that was a huge, I mean, revelation, huge break in this case that, you know, now we're going to kind of see how this unfolds as it continues. And they're still accepting tips. They again urge that the, the investigation is still ongoing. So we'll, we'll obviously learn more as this progresses and as we get closer to March 20th with, with the trial date set. Who knows if it'll stay that, if it'll get pushed back, you know, whatever it is. But anyway, it, it was, uh, you know, the the, the police uh, and the people that, that spoke obviously were, I mean, we've been working on this case for five and a half years. I mean, they were a little emotional too. I mean, for for how big of a case this was, how, I mean, gruesome it was too. I mean, it wasn't... Um, if, if you, you can read about it on your own, but it, it in the state that they found the girls, it was not 
it was not uh, not pretty. Let's put it that way. Oh, and I mean, wow. Abby only thirteen, Libby only fourteen. So anyway, yeah. So it was a huge break in the case. And 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 also like it never fails to absolutely blow my mind the 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 perseverance and determination of social media fbi agents <laughs> you know what i mean like i turn into <laughs> like a, a, a detective from criminal minds when i'm trying to find somebody on social media <laughs> like, well right I will, I will uncover your whole life your whole existence and it's <laughs> as soon as they are, there is something to grab onto and unravel social media you're they're on it and it's it's so oh, interesting sure. well it was funny because i mean obviously we got an alert that you know the indiana state police is going to hold a pre press conference on this on this case and it was just you know on monday like just boom out of nowhere like oh okay there's gonna be something big to just drop that on us right away yeah and all the local news media outlets obviously reporting it and then you got this individual reporters reporting hey this is who they put or this is who they arrested. I got sources. So now you got to look inside your department and be like, okay, who spilled the beans on this one? You guys are supposed to keep your mouth shut. And now you got your, your, your reporter friend like, hey, is this the guy? I, I, I see that in the, in the booking that, you know, it's this person and it's around this time. Is this the guy? And you got, you know, always those reporters saying multiple sources confirm. That's always that. And it's like, you got to look inside your department. It's like, okay, who, who spilled the beans here? Because now once, you know, as we've seen on social media, once one person that's, you know, fairly credible tweeting something, and then you got it shared multiple times. And then, of course, Delphi being, you know, a smaller community, they see the name, they know who it is. Like, oh, yeah, that's this person. And then you got the photos floating around. Wow. Yeah. So basically, we all knew going to the, to the press conference who it was, where they're from, and who they look like. Just basically, the, the, the press conference was just set to confirm that. So look, I know people are upset that you know they're not releasing a lot of details at this time as far as how they got you know Richard Allen or what led him to have probable cause to go and arrest him because I'm sure that after they saw what happened over the weekend, it's like, yeah, we need to, we need to just seal everything. Nothing gets out. I just looked up Richard Allen on, on Facebook and someone has created a profile. That's it's not his profile. That's probably been deactivated. But someone right. has created a fake profile with this guy's picture. Oh, geez. The only two like likes are hiking and bridges. That's sick. Yeah. And then we made a post 30 minutes ago that says, I'm innocent, I swear. Oh, geez. I mean, look, you know, why people feel the need to do that. Is beyond me. Injury. Like it, this yeah. is not about you. This is not about Richard Allen. This is about those two girls and yes. getting them justice. Yes. Isn't time for you to be goofy, funny on social media. No, not at all. Not at all. So we'll definitely be following this case 
um, as I'm sure that as you watch the uh, local news, national news tonight, it's likely going to be on there that here's who they have in connection with the Delphi murders five and a half years later. So now there's going to be a bunch of speculation, I'm sure. And I don't know. We'll go from there. That's all. That's all I can really say. Cause that's all we really know at this point. Yeah. We'll keep an eye on it though. I want to know more. All right. Moving on now to uh, another story that broke last week. Um, we, we knew it was coming. There's a lot of rumors a lot of reports around these two that they were on the rocks and it's finally happened. Tom Brady and Giselle Bunchen have filed for divorce after 13 years of marriage. Um, Giselle had a, what's that? It's Bunchen. Is it not Bunchen? I have no idea. I don't know right. how to pronounce it. So oh. I just say, I, I, I treat it like Worcestershire sauce. <laughs> like, as, as Guy Fieri says, wash your sister sauce. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I right, believe it's pronounced Boonchen. Okay. But, well, but, but we'll just say Tom and Giselle. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. Divorce after 13 years of marriage. There's been a lot of reports um, that, you know, obviously Giselle wasn't happy that Tom was going back to football. There was the uh, the interview that she did. Um, was it with uh, Elle or Variety? Not that long ago where she's kind of hinting at, you know what? She wants Tom, she wishes Tom all the best. There's no like bad blood there. You know, she wants him to be successful and happy. And obviously, you know, he wants her to be happy. But apparently, with Tom playing football and, you know, things that she wants to do, things that she's passionate about, kind of got put on the back burner for a while. And now she wants her time to be able to, to, you know, pursue some of her passions. And, Obviously, that wasn't going to happen if Tom was going to continue playing football this season. After initially saying he was going to retire and then come back, pulling a Brett Favre for all the football fans in the room. I don't love how he how he did that. I mean, you can't for someone who has wanted you to. Actually join the household. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> again mm-hmm. and you know she supported everything i mean i stand by what i have said previously that giselle is fine giselle can can do absolutely anything and everything she wants to do she chooses not to because she chooses to put her kids first and i think she's resentful because tom has not done that same thing it's always been football i mean there's been i watched a compilation of videos just yesterday where he's just saying my first love my my everything is football and it's like bro, that didn't change. Like when you had a family, like I can't, I can't, I can't imagine something taking precedence over my family, but you know, whatever, do you? Um, I just don't love how he was like, okay, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to be a family man. And then was like, psych, I'm out. Like, (laughs) I'm going to go back to playing football. (laughs) I get why he did it, but he never should have made that announcement and commitment to retire. If he wasn't 110% positive in that moment. Yeah. I think I think that was really shady and I think that was that started the unraveling of of the trust. I mean it's like if you tell if you tell me over and over and over and over and over for years that you're going to do something and it just never happens or it starts to happen and then you change your mind and fall back on it, I can't trust you now. You've destroyed that trust between us and obviously trust is everything in relationships. Right. Yeah, I mean Look, they're filing for joint custody, and with obviously with him playing football, he's not going to have any time for the kids until 
January. I mean, let's like, just be you- let's just be honest now. Exactly. I mean, that's what I don't understand. It's like, oh, now you want to be a dad. Now you want to be in the picture. It's like you've only like you're only ever going to be able to do it in the off season. And even then, he's going to be spending every night watching film. Like I know how it goes. Like my brother-in-law is a football coach. Like I get yeah. it. It's you know it it consumes a lot of what you do. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like you either you're either in or or or, or you're not. And I I don't right. think he's ever really been in. I guess the real question is. Who do you think they're going to hook up with next? <laughs> well, you know, that's a good question because I'm sure, I mean, look, Tom Brady, handsome man, Giselle Bunchen, very pretty lady. Stunning. You know, I, I mean, God, Pete Davidson hooks up. I'm going to set this world on fire. <laughs> Pete Davidson needs to sit down and leave some for the rest of us. <laughs> you know, I will say, Pete Davidson, like, his, uh, I don't understand something about him that women are just drawn to. And I mean, it's not like when he was on SNL, he was, you know, like an A-list star. But all of a sudden, he's got like Ariana Grande, Kim Kardashian. You're like, how is he pulling in these women? Like, what is, what is he, what has he done? I do believe that Kim, Kim made it very clear exactly why she wanted to hook up with Pete. Oh, Davis. that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Ariana Grande oh. felt the same way. I don't know. Um. But yeah, I look, I'm sure that yeah, they're 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 gonna go find other relationships and we'll obviously be covering that too. But I I mean, I don't know. I mean, Tom, I kind of feel after the season he will be done. This is it. He's done. Yeah, he's not doing great. No, I mean the the, the Buccaneers are three and five, second in the NFC South. They're on a three game losing streak right now. Yeah. I'm sure the divorce has something to do with it. And maybe that's just karma saying you should have quit while you were ahead. And then, of course, there's the uh, the rumor that Giselle Boonchen is a witch. Spooky. Oh, oh, is she? Have you heard that? I guess I have not heard that. She's mentioned it in past interviews that she is very spiritual and that she's not religious in like the mainstream sense. Um, mm-hmm. But she does some of that like new age witch. I guess you would consider like witchcraft. She's been very, very, I mean, I mean, she lights sage and has crystals around the house. Like, I guess that makes you like a witch. Um, but she's been very honest about it. And I, (laughs) there's been a lot of speculation. That's like, okay, now that she's not using her (laughs) witchcraft powers to help him, he's just an average guy. He's just, he's (laughs) not, he's not the goat that everybody thought that he was. He's just, he's just a really good football player, but everybody in the NFL is a really good football player. So So it's been Giselle this whole time. So do you think that, you know, whoever it is now is like, Hey, you know, can we just recruit Giselle just to, you know, put a little, little, little voodoo on our, on our uh, quarterback here to make him a little better. You know what? If you would think you would think if I had any kind of like that to me is a superpower. I yeah. would be the richest woman. When when I tell you, like, I would not have to, I would not have to work nearly as hard as I am in everyday life if I had that kind of pull <laughs> and if I was that kind of powerful to control or amplify someone on the level of Tom Brady in his right. football career. Yeah. But I had noticed that since since he went, yeah, since since it had become apparent that her spirituality might have been having a detrimental effect on Tom Brady, he does 
not look well. <laughs> no, no. And I mean, everyone's noticed it, that he just is not the Tom Brady that, that, you know, that was. Yeah. And so, look, you know, we're, we're obviously as the divorce goes through, we're probably going to see we're going to see photos of Tom with some woman. And then we're going to start speculating. And then eventually we're going to see Giselle with some man. And we're going to start speculating until one of them decides to go Instagram official with the other. Like, hey, <laughs> <laughs> on, a, on a yacht somewhere in the middle of nowhere. Changed my bio. <laughs> enjoying enjoying time with my sweetie, you know. Oh, yeah. So we'll see. I mean, hey, look, yeah, I mean, Giselle, I, like you said, she's going to put the kids first. I don't see Giselle just immediately jetting off trying to find her next person. Um, Tom, he's too busy with football. Um, I don't know. I, I, I think, I, I think, I don't know. I think it'll be Tom before Giselle as far as who's going to be in the next relationship first. It's I think it'll be Tom before Giselle. Oh, I think it's going to be Giselle. Oh, you think so? I think so too. All right. Well, we'll see what happens. I think, I think Tom is going to be like dive just head first into football or something. I don't think it's going to be romance related. And I think Giselle is going to be like, you, you really thought you really thought that like football was better than this, than this. <laughs> Absolutely not. Let me show you how wrong you are. Yeah. Look, Tom's going to be just fine when he officially, officially retires from football. He's going to be on it. He's going to be on some Fox ESPN, oh. some sort of, you know, analysis or, you know, panel Fox NFL Sunday, whatever it is, he's going to be somewhere. He's going to be just fine. Okay. You're going to see more of Tom Brady on TV. than if you're a fan of Tom Brady, you're going to love, if you're not a fan of Tom Brady, you're going to hate, but you're still going to watch anyway. Yeah. We're going to um, learn to love. Yeah. You're going to learn to love him. He, he, look, he'll, he'll be on one of those things. He'll be just fine. Um, and who knows at that point, but I, I, I think it'll be Tom before Giselle. You think it's going to be Giselle before Tom as far as who gets in a relationship first. We'll have to wait and see. I hope that it's not Pete Davidson. Let me just put this on the record. I hope it's not Pete Davidson, <laughs> but I do hope. I don't hope because honestly, I'd be so jealous, but Jason Momoa is single. You know, that is true. Now, I, I mean, and if I, I was Giselle Worcestershire <laughs> function, I would be. Yeah, I'd be like this this frail man that I just left to play for the Buccaneers. Now, nope. now, Jason Momoa and Tom Brady, those are like opposite. And I mean, Tom Brady's the the uh, pretty boy football player guy. Jason Momoa is the rustic outdoor warrior like, warrior <laughs> man. You know that. Um, she deserves an upgrade. She deserves it. Oh, that's an upgrade. Okay. Gone from pretty boy, you know, <laughs> Boy Scout football player to warrior outdoorsy man. I love that you just called Tom Brady a Boy Scout. <laughs> yes, that is 100% perfect on brand description. I mean, I'm sorry. You look at right. like, oh, he's the ultimate football Boy Scout. It's true. I'm sorry. That's, I mean... Don't tell me. I mean, t tell me how I'm wrong. Yeah, it's like Tom Brady was definitely like a bully in high school. 
know what I mean? Like the jock bully, whereas Jason yes. Momoa beat up the bully. He yes, like he, bully. he got bullied, so he got jacked, grew a big beard, and put on some tattoos like, I'm going to whoop on you now. Yeah, yeah. Or he was like the bad kid, like the like the bad boy in high school. Oh, yeah. Even the bullies <laughs> that's wouldn't true. That's, yeah, that's right. And whenever he saw somebody getting picked on, he was like, pick on somebody your own size. Like, that's you right. know he had to. Just Giselle, talk Dothraki to me. <laughs> oh boy. So That's yeah. Good. We'll we'll be following that one and having our own little discussion on who we think those two should be dating next. Oh, oh man. Sure. All right, moving on to a much bigger train wreck last week. Oh man, have we just when you think we 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 were done talking about it, we we apparently can because it it just keeps falling apart for Kanye West. So obviously with last week, some more anti-Semitic comments where he said, or he tweeted, quote, I'm going DEFCON 3 on Jewish people. Did not sit well with a lot, as you can imagine. Um, and so obviously he's been losing partnerships left and right. So finally, Adidas drops him. I know last week, Shyler, on our on our episode last week, you mentioned about Adidas. Like, why? She goes, "You said something along the lines of you're basically not going to be purchasing anything Adidas." I have and to you're be wondering why you. Adidas isn't going to do anything. I was getting ready today. Like, I was getting ready to come into work, and I just grabbed a pair of black leggings that I was just like, "All right, I'm just going to be lazy today. Wear some black leggings." They were Adidas, and I immediately threw them in the garbage because I don't need them anymore. <laughs> and I got them at TJ Maxx anyway, so it's not like I paid full price. <laughs> So Adidas finally dropping Kanye, ending all the partnerships, everything with Kanye. Um, he was escorted out of Skechers, which you which you covered last week on your mm -hmm. show. Um, gosh, his Skechers. Oh, <laughs> Skechers like, no, turn around, get out. We want nothing like, to do with you. <laughs> what's what's the the Skechers and the, the like the tagline that don't they have like the pump it up shoe? Or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the go Come walk. Go walk yourself out of here. And get your steps in with Skechers, but get off my property. <laughs> yeah. Um, his talent agency dropped him. We talked about last week how Camille Vasquez and her firm was going to represent him. Like two days later, she dropped him. She's like, no. And allegedly, the reason behind it was because of the anti-Semitic comments, and said, "Hey, are you going to apologize? No." Okay, we we can't we can't condone this. You're you're done. Yes. So he goes on to social media after all this takes place with Adidas, his talent agency, Camille Vasquez. He writes on Instagram, "quote I lost two billion dollars in one day, and I'm still alive. This is love speech. I still love you. God still loves you. The money is not who I am. The people is who I am." But only and, some of them. Yeah. <laughs> and so, and also, this comes after he's on the the Drink Champs podcast and talks about the the uh, George Floyd allegedly not dying from the knee in his neck from the officer, but from fentanyl. We covered this on our podcast last week. Like, excuse me, on our podcast last week. And so, on Friday, some paparazzi catch up with Kanye. He doesn't apologize for the anti-Semitic comments he made toward the Jewish community. No, he apologizes for the comments he made about George Floyd. He said, you know, quote, 
I want to apologize because God has shown me by what Adidas is doing, by what the media is doing, I know what it feels to have a knee on my neck right now. Like, oh do you? Oh, my God. Do you? I don't, I don't think that you losing your partnerships, talent agency, lawyer, I mean, whatever empire you had at one point, I don't compare that to a knee in the neck. And I don't think the family of George Floyd would appreciate that either because already George Floyd's family is already suing Kanye for those comments he made on the Drink Champs podcast. Yeah, I think they need to tack on a little bit more emotional distress because that is yeah vile. And oh, so, God. you know, and then if, as far as the, the the comments he made about the Jewish community, Oh boy. Um <laughs> geez. And let me let me stress this was an impromptu press conference that he had in a parking lot, by the way, with paparazzi. Jesus Jones. He he said, quote, I didn't realize that it was anti-Semitic to say, hey, you know, I have a Jewish attorney, I have a Jewish record label, I have a Jewish contractor. Well, that's not anti-Semitic. It's you saying that you're gonna go death con three on Jewish people, that's the thing people have a problem with. Apparently, also during this this tirade he went on, um, he felt like he was being teamed up on by some other Jewish executives at one point. He referred to the uh, Jewish doctor who allegedly misdiagnosed him with bipolar disease. I don't think the Jewish doctor was wrong. No, no, I, I think that that was a sound diagnosis that Kanye has just had a lot of difficulty accepting and navigating through. And right. being bipolar, having bipolar disorder, that is not a, you're not tarred and feathered with that. Like you, it is, it is completely okay to, to be a bipolar, to have BPD and like be able to function. It's, it's, it's not like a, a, a dark mark over you. It is right. just a piece of who, a, a a piece of the multifaceted being that you are. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just a mental illness, and tons of us have them. And and it doesn't make you a bad person or an incapable person if you have it. Right. It's just a matter of getting help to deal with it. Yeah. And, and it's, yeah, if you for whatever help, reason, one hundred percent. Oh, sorry. Yeah. If you need help dealing with it, like he clearly does then that's that's something that you that's why you need your doctor to help yeah. you navigate through what treatment is going to be the best for you, whether it's therapy, whether it's a combination, whether it's medication. There, there's a ton of different treatments and and therapies and just ways of 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 dealing and learning how to live with it. I mean, my very best friend in the entire world has bipolar disorder and she is in control of it. She doesn't let it control her. Yeah. And that's just, it doesn't make her a bad person. She was all obviously, you know, a little shook up when she got the diagnosis because she's like, I, I don't get it. But once she learned about it and was like, yeah, this makes sense. This is how I feel. And then learned to navigate through it. And she's right. in control. And he has never been in control. No. And I think that's why, if you remember, uh, was it last year? Year before when Kanye went up to, uh, was it Wyoming? And oh, yeah. Justin Bieber was up there. Kim went up there. 
trying to kind of it, it was all during the time it was two years ago it was all during when he was running for president <laughs> and i and i mean he did run but i use air quotes um yeah. <laughs> i mean look people knew i mean and there were i mean we've seen the photos of kim in the car with kanye just i mean she's obviously just yelling and upset and trying to get it through his head that you need some help and i and i know that that's why people went up there to go see him is because it's like dude a are you okay and b you need help yeah and why he doesn't want to accept that why he thinks that he's speaking clearly it's like well you're not speaking clearly because either you're a very hateful person or maybe you are bipolar and just I, maybe just haven't been educated enough about it. Um, it is it is a multitude of things at this point. I yeah. mean, there is nothing worse for the stigma of mental health and mental health assistance than people like, well, Kanye West in particular, but people like that who perpetuate hateful, vile, disgusting behavior and then blame it on mental illness or say like, oh, well, I'm this, I'm that. That's why I have so much beef with Ezra Miller. It's like, you don't yep. get to just say I'm sick and that's why I did these things and everything's going to go away. You have to atone and you have to make things right. And right. you just saying, oh, well, I've got a knee on my neck because I lost a billion dollar deal. No, you lost a billion dollar deal because you don't know how to control your mouth. That's what happened. It wasn't because of BPD. It's because you chose to neglect your own mental health. You have to be in control and you cannot let it overtake you. I have sympathy for you if you if it does overtake you as long as you get back up and you make things right. Right. And honestly, for him to do that, I mean, it's going to. Ooh, there's a long list of people yeah, he's going to have to he's going to have to go and try and mend the fence with because I mean, Look, yeah, forget the charter school. Make you need to make yeah. like a whole Holocaust memorial. You need to make a whole um a campaign to to right the wrongs and and that you've perpetuated because this is we already live, and I'm gonna get off my soapbox in just a second. We already live in such a hateful society, especially in the last several years. We have mm -hmm. lived in such a hateful society, particularly at the throats of people of color and and Jewish people. The, the Jewish people have endured so much suffering and hardship throughout history. It is absolutely insane to me that we are still having fascist, disgusting vernacular about this. I don't, I don't, it blows my mind that this is ever, like we can see what has happened throughout history and we still go, I don't think those guys have been kicked hard enough. Like we need to do it again. Disgusting. Go to go to church. Go to, go do go to therapy. Go to wherever you need because that is absolutely mind-boggling to me. Yeah. So okay, I'm I, off yeah. my soapbox. Okay, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, yeah, Kanye. Obviously, we all know we've we've talked about him multiple times in multiple episodes of our podcast. He needs help, and I'm sure that's what Kim was trying to get through his head, and that's basically what. Look, that that I. I that I feel like that's what ultimately ended the ultimately ended the relationship between the two was because look, she knew it, the family knew it, and he obviously for whatever reason felt like he didn't he doesn't need it. And and look, I mean honestly for Kanye, I mean look at you gotta think about your kids too. 
I mean, you're going to be getting to a point where you're not going to see your kids, and it's because of this. It's not because the family's trying to hide them from you. It's because you're putting them in a very dangerous situation. Remember when Chris Pratt cried in an interview because he made an innocent comment or he thought he felt was an innocent comment about the birth of his daughter. Right. And he cried and got so upset because his kids were going to read that interview one day or read that, that, that post or screenshot and, and think that it was a slight against him because of the way it was spun. Like Mm -hmm. you, Kanye has got to at some point think all of like everything that I put out into the universe, not only as a person living in 2022 and having the internet at my hands, but as Kanye West, it's going to live forever. Yeah. All of these things are going to live forever and they're going to get dug up eventually. I mean, even as, as much time as passes and if he does make right and move forward, eventually someone's going to bring that back up again. Do you, and now his kids are going to have to do that every single time. Every single time that comes up, those kids are going to have to be in like defense mode, in, yeah. in 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 for their for not only themselves but like their family. Yeah, I mean, especially like as they get older, it you know. I mean, obviously, right now they kind of really don't know what maybe is going on. They're a little young, but you know, as they become teenagers, adults, I mean, they're going to be fully aware of what their dad did. And I don't know, maybe at that, hopefully at that point, he's still not, but you know, we can't look, we can only look so far into the future um, and speculate, but yeah, I mean, you're right there as, as they get older. And and of course it's, it's, it's going to be brought up. It's not just going to go away. They're going to, yeah, they will have to go on the defense mode because they're going to be asked about it. And, you know, obviously they were really young when this is all going down and, and as I said, hopefully as they get older and realize more what's happening or what was going on, that Kanye has kind of settled down, got his help, trying to, you know, heal and things like that and mend fences, you know. But I don't know. I I, I mean, it, it looks like at this point, no one, Kanye is not getting any help anytime soon. No. Nope. At least... And and look, I know it's it's been offered. We all know it's been offered, but for whatever reason, he is not taking it. So, and his empire is crumbling before our very eyes each day. In fact, I don't even know if there's even much of an empire to be. There's even much left, to be honest. <laughs> I know. I mean, everybody's just gonna be trying to duck and hide yeah i mean no one's gonna want to do anything with him so all right moving on to our wah story this one was actually humorous um (laughs) because you know we talk about pete davidson and pete davidson obviously is is single at this point at least that we know of so on a last week tuesday's episode of the drew barrymore show martha stewart was on and so they played this game of red flag, yellow flag, green flag. I don't know if you've ever played or, or seen this, Shyler, but um, you're you're given a situation, red flag meaning nope, yellow flag meaning uh, maybe, green flag, I'm all in. Okay. So Jude Barrymore asks Martha Stewart, you know, okay, so your date has as many tattoos as Pete Davidson, and Martha Stewart is single as well. 
to which she immediately just holds up her green flag. So obviously like, oh, okay, Martha Stewart going for kind of like the the bad boy a little bit. All right. So then best friend is Snoop. Yeah. (laughs) It's true. So then Drew Barrymore says, okay, your date is Pete Davidson. To which Martha Stewart, without hesitating, raises her green flag. Girl. Yeah. So, of course, everyone in the audience and Drew are like, what? And so Stewart clarifies saying, quote, no, I'm not saying that that's bad. I think that's good. And he's sort of cute when, because she previously said he's dated so many women. Yeah, that's true. He says he's, he's sort of cute. But then she clarified. She goes, "I know him." She, oh. yeah, I mean, they, yeah, they, uh, they worked on a, uh, they were on the uh, a roast of uh, Justin Bieber, I believe it was. Yeah, yeah, it was the roast of oh. Justin Bieber they were on, and that's how she she first got to know him. Um, so <laughs> you know, Martha Stewart, Pete Davidson. Eh. I mean, there's a. I mean, he's. I'm. I'm gonna say it. He's. He's done everyone else. <laughs> I mean, he's he's made quite a splash <laughs> on the Hollywood <laughs> dating scene, <laughs> and he's had like a a wide variety of of ages and and influence. So I yeah, mean, it isn't. It's just. I mean, look. Do I really? Shot, girl. I mean, like, yeah. Look, do are those two really going to go on a date? No. Will they probably go out for drinks at some point? Probably. You know, just I'm sure like Pete would probably find it hilarious just to uh, indulge the the fans a bit and oh. just make sure that those two are just seen together somewhere like in New York or L.A. or whatever it is. Let me let me tell you this right now. Pete Davidson, Martha Stewart, if you are listening, <laughs> if I were you, this is what I would do. I would put on your swankiest clothes and go out on a date on the first day of April. <laughs> Just document. That would, that would be perfect. Document the whole thing. And then like doctor your photos to look like it's a TMZ article. Like put yes. the little TMZ logo. Hell, you could put our logo on there that we covered the story. We broke the story first. Sure. And then no say, nuts. had a great night with my sweetie. What were you just saying about the Instagram <laughs> Instagram captions? Had a yeah. great night with my sweetie and just set the world on fire. Like, oh. You know what? Let indulge us a little bit. Just indulge us a little bit. Go have a like you said. Go have a fun date night. Swanky clothes, all that good stuff. And uh, yeah, I I think that would that would definitely set the stage to just set people a frenzy for a minute. And then and then just April Fools. Yeah, it's so on brand for their senses of humor too. Because I feel like each of them would be like would one hundred percent do that. In fact, I'm sure Pete saw that interview and called her up. It was like, hey, I got an idea. You want to go on a date? <laughs> Let's just make some waves. Everybody's talking about Kanye West. I'm I'm done with that. Let's talk about us. <laughs> that is also very on brand for Pete Davidson as well. Yeah, why not? For sure. I'm just gonna steal his spotlight just, just again to rub it in, put some salt in the wound. <laughs> Oh, well, that's going to do it for this episode of the Weekly Trash Recap Podcast. We cover the stories from the previous week and dissect and discuss them, as you've heard. We have new episodes that drop every Tuesday. Make sure you subscribe, and uh, you can also listen to all the episodes at B1029.com or anywhere you get your podcasts. 
For Joe, I'm or for Shyler, I'm Joe from B1029. I was about to say I was Shyler. No. <laughs> That's Shyler here laughing. I'm Joe from B1029, and we'll catch you next week. <laughs>